Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. Is our introduction not working? I'm not hearing a thing. Huh, that's weird. Well, our introduction's not playing, so <laughs> you know <laughs> how that is. This is the Wide Men Radio Network's coverage of the World Cup, brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, WowFreeCam.com, and Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy. We dive deep into every goal, every group, every play, every big moment from this year's World Cup. You can find us wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. You can also find us at blogtalkradio.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. And now to your host, Nate and Tim Dombrova. We're here. I swear we're here. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Man, we like yeah. to think oh, technology. Is this thing on? <laughs> I don't get no respect. My computer doesn't even respect me. Fucking Russian hackers. Yeah, we'll blame it on that. But what's up, we'll everybody? Blame it on Russian hackers. It's Nate, it's Tim, and the Russian hackers. As we're here for our World Cup update, part three of the World Cup series Tim and I have dived into here, and we have got a lot to cover. We were a little late getting this episode out. I'll take the blame because it's my fault. We're uh, so so far with our great uh, North American ingenuity. We have managed to take 60-plus games of soccer and ram them into an hour and a half when we couldn't do a draft in four hours. So that tells you. <laughs> it shows how much we know. <laughs> it shows you the level of credibility on this show. But let's well, get back. I'm not going to pretend like we're soccer experts here. We're just a couple guys no, that watch the World Cup, uh, you know? We tell a pretty good joke, though, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we we'll, do. so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on. the last time we left you on the same bat time and the same bat channel, we – um. We were discussing matchups the the last days of the play-in rounds, the uh, group play, as, as we would come to know it as, um, the group stage. So let me get the groups pulled up here as I'm 
doing doing this real quick. I had an idea for the show and just didn't have enough time to execute what I needed to do. Um, for sure. So, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm a busy and man. And your West Virginian head. Yes, yes. It's been a busy week, but. You know, when it was starting to look like Tom Robinson was coming on to the soccer show, things were starting to look pretty bleak. <laughs> he is welcome. I'm, I, he's welcome on if he's listening. Oh, certainly, I know much, but when he's coming on the show, things are looking pretty bleak. I've been a busy boy. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'll make it up well, to you. You better get your shit together or you'll be out on the street, boy. I understand that. Um, anyway, speaking of being out on the street, if you're out on the street and you've got righteous cause, you need to talk to our guy, Stephen P. New. If you've been injured on the job, facing divorce, experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on a compassionate, thorough representation at New Law Office. That's right. The practicing law of Stephen P. New He has practice areas of personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, and employment discrimination. Mr. New is a proud sponsor of Wide Men Can't Jump, is a big basketball fan, and also pro wrestling fan in the West Virginia area. Stephen P. New will fight for you and will represent you whether it be locally or nationally. Get your free consultation today by dialing 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. Again, that's 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. Well, at last we spoke, Tim, we talked about Group A and B and how Uruguay had clinched the number one spot with nine points in Group A, and Russia, the two, they would advance to the round of 16. And then Group B, Spain and Portugal, both with five points. Spain gets the one, Portugal the two, to move into the round of 16. Now, that was where we left off, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds good. Okay. After those matchups concluded on Monday, we dived in Tuesday. Peru defeated Australia in Group C, two to nothing. And France and Denmark played to a scoreless tie. So we're looking at Group C. France and Denmark with the scoreless tie both advanced. Uh, Australia needed some help. They needed a win, and they didn't get one. (laughs) Peru with the win knocks out the Aussies. Those French bastards. They laid down and (laughs) died for the Danes. They they laid down and died for the Danes. They took one for the Danes. I don't know if they hate the Australians or not, but... They threw nobody out there. That game was a snore fest of epic proportion. Boo, yeah, that's you get exactly a z- what we don't want to see. You get a 0-0 zero, zero result. That's just like everybody's out there like skipping rope. and. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. From the, I mean, I understand, okay, you don't want to risk injury your players and all that yeah. stuff. But from a fan's perspective, boring. Oh, very much so. But – the Danes and Denmark move on with the two, and then you have the French who grab the one there. So that leads to interesting uh, matchups moving forward. We'll get back to the French a little later. Group D. Because those, per, those Peruvian bastards, they uh, they finally used their national product to their advantage and uh, <laughs> turned the Australians into koala bears. 
Have you seen the uh have you seen the meme out there that's uh it says if Mexico wins the World Cup we get free tacos. If Italy wins the World Cup we get free spaghetti. If uh you know we'll go Peru, like go, go Colombia. Go Colombia is what it says. <laughs> it just popped up and said go yeah. Colombia. <laughs> free, free smack. <laughs> you gotta love that. Nothing wrong with a free smack now and then. You got nothing wrong with that. You got it. No. We don't get hyped. We stay hyped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if zero zero draws. It would have been helpful. Yeah, for real. At least it would have made yeah. watching it somewhat enjoyable. A little bit of blow. Yeah, so. it, it it was. It was not. I watched a little bit of it. It was definitely a snore fest. But moving on. Well, that wrapped up Group C on the. Matchup three of three, and now Group D was Group D was interesting as we were heading in because you and I, you predicted the Nigerians to come out, where I predicted the Argentinians, and they played each other. Argentina picks up the win to advance. <laughs> Croatia was already secure; mm. they beat Iceland uh, two Lo to one. And behold, but, who finally reared his ugly head, Lionel the Hobbit, Messi. Yes, he showed up for Argentina. Finally showed up, but we'll talk about him some more in a bit too. But it's the, it's um, a new full, thing. He's full trying. marks to the Argentinians. Uh, yes, the Nigerians uh, did not play well, and Argentina uh, full full credit for the win there. Yeah, it was a good win for Messi and Argentina, and they get into the knockout round, uh, the round of sixteen. We got some more shocking results coming your way in Group. E, well, Group F, actually, but Group E, Switzerland, Costa Rica play to a 2-2 tie, and Brazil beats Serbia 2 to nothing. That gives Brazil and Switzerland the advantage moving forward. Uh, Costa Rica didn't stand a chance. Serbia had needed help, but a Switzerland tie does nothing for them. So Brazil and Switzerland move on to the round of 16 with... Switzerland being the two, Brazil the one. Also, Argentina was the two, and Croatia was the one coming out of Group D. Both good games. Uh, yeah, what I saw as them, I think, they were. As I think we might have mentioned, they, no, they didn't entirely show up, but most of their teams showed up, and they looked a lot different than they had in <clears throat> previous games during the round. Um, so no surprise there. Uh Costa Rica, well, now there again, something going on there. I'm not sure what, but uh, full marks to the Swiss yeah. for getting it done. And good game too, though. You know, uh, it was. It's one it, of those things where you in, get once once you get that deep into the, you get to that third game in the the group stage, you kind of know where you stand. You know what you got to do. And a lot of these guys are. They're not playing to not win, but they're not. They're playing not to get hurt because well, they, they know that they basically, if they tie, they're there. That's that'll do. All the Swiss, like I mean, they shot themselves in the foot there. They scored late. Uh, I think 88 minutes in, they scored, and then they gave up an own goal in extra time, or they did have had the win there, but and yeah. they might have escaped. I'm not sure who they're going to get in the 16 because of that, but they could. Yeah, have it was tied. Somebody. Maybe well, we'll look at that in a bit, but. It was tied uh, one apiece after 56 minutes. Switzerland puts a goal in in the 88th minute, then Costa Rica gets a little help on an on-goal score in the 93rd minute, so extra time to tie the game. Luckily for Switzerland, it was 
kind of playing with luckily for Switzerland, there, a tie a tie did not hurt them, so they they're, but it they're was, good it's on the that. next set of games we got to talk about. They oh yeah, be, we'll get we'll get to it. Switzerland gets the two, Brazil gets the one. Now here's the game that everybody was talking about at the end. Well, the the, the set of matchups: Group F, Mexico loses three nothing to Sweden, and then the shocker, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Germany loses to South Korea two to nothing in a, a shocker. Like nobody saw that coming. Well, Germany was number two. Yeah, well, both of those goals in extra time. Yeah. Um, uh, Germany really, to be, I mean, I watched the whole game. I mean, yes, they yes they pressured Korea, but not with anything. Terribly hard to deal with. Um, they just did not have it for whatever reasons. I don't know. Team chemistry, uh, taking it for granted they were going to win. Uh, guys getting a little old in the tooth, maybe. Not sure, but they 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 didn't deserve to win, and they didn't. And full mm-hmm. points to uh, Korea for. Hanging in there and hanging in there and hanging in there and then not quitting. I mean, they, their last goal was uh, Germany had uh, brung their goalie up, so there was nobody in the net for the last one. But regardless, yeah. um, changing of the guard in in, in the World Cup soccer. Definitely, Germany. Uh, to to let let people know how close this was with the result of Mexico losing to Sweden by three, and that's a big loss. Like, you can't take that loss for granted. Uh, let me check the uh, results here. I don't know. Do you happen to know if um, Mexico and Sweden played first or if Germany and South Korea played oh, first? Oh, um, I believe Mexico-Sweden was the first, was the first game. Well, see, and, and early, that's shocking if Mexico. If Mexico Mexico loses by three to Sweden, all Germany has to do to advance is beat South Korea one to nothing. If Germany wins that game one to nothing, Germany's in. They're in. Yeah, They're they in did the, not look, and they didn't. They did not look like a, a, a team that cared very much. I, I honestly have I have to say uh, they had no. Uh, you know, you've got to be aware of what's going on when there's like ten or fifteen minutes left in that game, and you got to get a you've got to score. You have no choice. Yeah. You, yeah, there's no. Um, you can't, you can't try no to play the game. You got to score. You got to get into the net. Kind of, kind of look like. Uh, well, I hate to use the analogy on this show, but uh, you know, it looked like a Martel Fultz three pointer at the buzzer. Yeah, it did. Fell yeah. flat. Went, fell flat. Yeah, there's nothing to it. Um, no, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm a, I was a German fan. Uh, Part German nationality-wise, but, hey, they didn't deserve to win, and they didn't, and that's how it should be. You didn't bring your A game, see you later. Well, they kind of felt they, – they didn't look – they really wanted to be there the whole tournament. It was one of those things where well, it was, was – kind of my feeling is that they kind of was – this was a bit of a – you know, we had a holiday planned, and this is a bit inconvenient, but we twisted our arms so we came, but we really didn't want to be here that badly. Yeah, it kind of seemed like that they uh, they just really were eh, whatever, you know. Just kind of went toward Germany. What? Um, 
I mean, their leading goal scorer had a goal. Yeah. One. So, One goal. You know, <laughs> for the defending champions, that's not good enough, and, and it wasn't. So. No, no, it is not. Germany, see you later. Go back to maybe rethinking those wall plans or something, but you uh, – yeah, they got to they got to go look at whatever it was they were doing didn't work. So this World Cup wasn't scheduled and, during like uh, Oktoberfest or something, was it? Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a big plans for Oktoberfest this year, and I don't know, but uh, it's almost like the game with Mexico. They underestimated Mexico going in, and then they got the wind knocked out of them by Mexico, and then they just never recovered. Well, and they barely beat Sweden. I mean, yeah, it wasn't and like then Sweden man- comes out like and man- shit out of Mexico. Yep, so, yeah, looking a little deeper at those results, might you might see a little bit more. But, no, they're gone, and, you know, good riddance. Didn't play good enough. Don't deserve to be there. Well, I'm not sure how you would say goodbye in Germany, but goodbye in Germany. Auf Wiedersehen. So Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, wow, is that where that comes Auf, from? Auf Wiedersehen, Germany. Oh, ah, I'll be damned. Nine nine Germany. When they land, they will not be getting a guten tag from the other. No, no guten tag for them. Maybe no their bonuses aren't big enough for winning. I don't know. Not enough. Uh, not enough Deutschmarks in the old pay packet. I'm not sure. Uh, well, whatever it was, but Germany. Gone, uh, said, look for so. look look for a very different squad if Germany. Makes it back to the World oh, Cup. Oh yes, there'll be an entire, there'll be an entire overhaul there. There'll be a new coach with a different uh, philosophy and strategy yeah. and a different, different lineup entirely. The Germans. You think that's one thing they won't, they won't do. They won't sit well with losing. Do you, the players might well, not care, but not to be that guy. Losing at the World Cup's just the, it's just the first loss in a long while for Germany. World War Two, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Two wars running, I guess. Two eight. <laughs> They're zero and two in world wars. Zero so. and two in world wars, and probably a few more if we go back a little further. But oh, sadness. But they're gone. Ah, well, so they are gone now. So Alvita Zane, Tata, Germany. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Moving on to Group H. Uh, Colombia defeats Senegal one nothing. Poland defeats Japan one to nothing. So your group H standings finish Colombia first, Japan second, Senegal and Poland both out of the now, Apparently, Senegalese did not get my message. You no, have to they go home not. if you lose. <laughs> they did not. They, no comprende, no speak, yeah. as they would Well, there again, uh, you know, Colombia. Could have been some late night packages to the Senegalese uh, <laughs> hotel. One never knows. You know, what's a, I don't know. I know. I know UPS can get there quickly, but I'm not sure that they. Uh, I don't know what they a would kilo of, thing. I don't know what a kilo of <laughs> cocaine goes for in Senegal, but <laughs> a kilo of Colombian Bam Bam. <laughs> probably quite a bit, I would imagine. So, More than you would want to I know, mean, I'd say. A, get on the Senegalese for even. Uh, I mean, they put up a fight at least. They did. They did. They, Colombia's you know, actually uh, a pretty good team, so. Not to make uh, not to make a refer- a basketball reference, but Gorgie Jang 
from uh, my Minnesota Timberwolves is a uh, he's from Senegal, and uh, he plays on the national basketball team for them. Uh, he didn't. <laughs> I hope you don't you start the same thing the team, he did. What is it? Yeah, but that was uh, I mean that was basically a rollover. Uh, Columbia did just enough to win. They didn't play. I mean Senegal played okay, but and yeah. same with the uh, the Poland Japanese game. Japanese well, knew they were they were through, yeah, the so they didn't they, really. They were a lot. They didn't really waste. That. They didn't waste a lot on that game, and it was all Poland could do to win, anyway. So that's yeah. something about uh, where they actually rate. They couldn't. They knew. The field, they so. knew they wouldn't be able to. They knew they probably wouldn't jump. Um, according to the group, they wouldn't jump. Uh, well, they could have jumped Colombia, but you know, it's well, better safe the, than sorry. So all the Friday it's games were like that because then the next two were also half squads and um, you know the results really maybe not indicative of the actual teams well you're you're gonna get that that's uh, just the way it is well yeah no i mean i knew as soon like for the belgium england game i knew as soon as they announced who was the starting lineup in new england didn't care they were we got to put a team out there but that was it their best players sat on the bench and and rightfully so, because they they couldn't they couldn't improve their lot by winning. So yeah, it's one of those things where I think if you've earned it, uh, maybe, you might as well. You know, it might we might go a little deeper into that. I I think maybe somebody needs to have a look at how the seedings work, because maybe there is a way to prevent that third game tank. I just don't know if there is. That's that's with the way the time. I'm not sure works. what. Well, I guess it would take a different kind of playoff setup. But yeah, if, you'd have to revamp the, the entire didn't, system. What if the seedings didn't go one and two? What if they went? Well, they might be able. They actually they may be able to prevent that next time around when there's more teams, because the seedings will be one, two, three. Yeah, Probably I mean it'll one and it'll two. create it'll create more more work on the third third game I'm assuming are they it makes you wonder if they're going to go to instead of having four teams in a group if they're going to go to having eight teams in a group or if they're going to just know. do more groups it, it's it's kind not of not sure a, if it's even if they've even thought that far ahead yet but you're going to find yeah, out I mean, there's, coming going I mean let's be honest of the last eight games well the third games the only it was only really one group where they really mattered any amount yeah. And then the other groups, everything was pretty much settled, so it didn't really determine a whole lot. No, it didn't. Maybe they need uh, to have a. You you could be right there. Maybe they need to go to instead of a, a more of a round robin kind of a thing, and then if you the lower you finish, um, the higher you have to play from the other. You know, you get a higher seed inside the tournament. That makes sense. Yeah. This you know, may sound that's, weird. I mean, that's, um. This may this this may sound weird to you, but since you're expanding the the field to 64, is it 64 they're going to now? I be, I believe I believe so. Well, I think sure. since since that's the way it is now, there should be a realignment of the conferences, or or however it's set up. Because let's be honest here, does anybody actually know? what it takes to qualify for the World Cup, it's so much, it's a headache, and it's not simple. Like, you need Well, unfortunately, because it's, the, because it's the World Cup, 
you get imbalances in who actually ends up there. Because, of course, you've got parts of the world like Europe where uh, really if we were going to put in the actual top-ranked teams, Mm -hmm. the United States and Canada would never get in. Um, yeah. it would be the, you know it would be a different lineup than what you actually end up with because uh, the way they busted up you know uh, what is it like America and Canada are in Concacaf uh, was which yeah I don't even know what the fuck that stands for but that's what it's called and then there's mm-hmm. one for Asia and there's one for uh, South America and there's one for Europe. I think Europe is actually busted into two or three zones and there's one for Africa and certain amount of teams have to come out of those divisions for it to actually be a world cup. Right. But in reality, reality, if the best teams were going, that wouldn't be the way you would do it. Well, here's my opinion on it. And this may sound weird to you, but let's make these qualifiers more important. And what I mean by that is, yeah, it's an honor to get there right now because it's thirty. Is it? It's thirty-two teams, yeah. and that's kind of a big honor. But when you go to sixty-four, it's not going to be as big of an honor because you're basically getting a you know a big chunk of the world. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking each continent, or each group, or each you know category, whatever, however it's divided up to make it even. And keep them, you know, close. Like, let's say you got 64. Um, you've got 64 teams. So you're going to end up with four one seats, basically. If you, you if they divide it up like they do the NCAA tournament, uh, they're going to take the top four from each group. So that'll basically or or however you want to divide it up. You'll have four one seeds if you use a sixteen. If you have if you do like one through eight on the seating, you can do eight one seeds. It works out to be the same. It all works out as long as it works out to to that. It'll all work out. You get what I'm you get where I'm going with this? Okay, it's yeah, okay. We're they're not going to they're going to forty eight teams. Oh, 48. Okay, so, I was 16. So 16, 16 more. So that, but still, regardless. But still, I mean, it's still a large chunk of of uh, of teams. See, they have actually here. not. They have not decided yet. Twenty for the twenty twenty six World Cup qualification process has yet to be decided, because obviously, as we've been talking about, they really cannot do it the way they've been doing it. Um, it won't work. Yeah, it, it won't. Like here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking to make this a true World Cup, and 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 a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me on this, but we need to put a little more emphasis on winning. Like, let's say you win your conference per se. Um, like if you come out of Europe, uh, let's say you're in England, put England, France, Belgium, you know, all those big heavy hitters. Let's say one of them wins their conference. It's in the, the whole world's divided up into, you know, let's say eight conferences, all right? They should expand the field to where – they should expand it to 64, in my opinion. If you expand it to 64, you divide the whole world into eight – you know, I, I'd say eight would be good. Eight conferences. You can do the 
because we have the, the you have the six major continents that have players in it, but Australia is its own country. You could lump them and New Zealand in with Asia, so there's five. Or you could lump them in anywhere that they would fit. You might even want to put them in with, uh, I'd say Asia would work best, though. So just as, as an example, you lump it into the five major categories. You have North America, which will include all the island countries, all the Central American countries, um, a lot of them. You could divide Central America up midway through. Mexico, Canada, United States, the islands, the Caribbean. Uh, you can divide it up into the uh, Central American countries, like the Northern Central American countries can go into that category. Then you take the Central American companies from a dividing line down. You could even use the Panama Canal as a dividing line if you needed to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, South America would be its re- its own region. They've got Purdue or, or Purdue. They've got Peru, Brazil, Ecuador. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't forget. Don't forget Temple. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> they got the Boilermakers out of uh, out of Don't Peru. Ecuador, Brazil, uh, Argentina, Chile, uh, Colombia, big heavy hitters in South America, and you include those. Then you have Africa. They've got Senegal and Nigeria, South Africa, a lot of good teams there. Then Europe, you've got England, Belgium, France, Germany. That's going to be a tough one. Then you have Asia. Your Asian teams would be you know Japan, China, Russia, Serb, you could well Serbia would be considered yeah. England, but you could divide you could divide some of those teams into Asia even. You could include Australia, you include get, New Zealand. Yeah, I get Iceland. where you're coming from, yeah. and logically yeah. that probably makes sense. Well, and then here's what you do: here's what you do. You divide those up. Those are the five groups because Antarctica is a continent, but there's nobody there. Australia is a continent, but it's its own country. It's it's the only country in Australia is the only country on that continent. So the best thing to do would be lump them in with Asia. That gives them a little more heavy hitters. Then the five winners of, let's just say they all go through their conferences, the five winners don't have to play in the group play. And they get automatic one seed, yeah, automatic see, one the, seed. The problem with that, and this is where this is where it starts. Now, you've, you because we've got such inequality, you're going to have a number one out of North America who is not even close to the number one out of South America or Europe. You're going to have a number one out of Africa who is probably not quite to that enough, and the same with Asia. Well, You're already, well hear me out. Your seeding is out. already in trouble. But hear me out on this. How many times do we see in college basketball, because these teams win their conference, they have easier conferences, you know, right. I don't, the Pac-12. I don't dispute Pac- that. But Pac-12. FIFA we're talking about. Well, FIFA's corrupt, so who gives a shit? Right, exactly. Think? So we we have to give the illusion that everybody has an equal chance. Because on paper, I guess technically you do. It, it, it's it, it's money and games, and we want we want to make sure we get a team from. You know, I think that's why they do the three games at the beginning. Because even if the, the, the shitty teams, even if they absolutely suck, they still get to play three times. And their 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 home federations are satisfied. Because uh, I didn't know this, and I was going to bring it up later. Because I remember we talked last week or last time about uh, money. Um, the players yeah. per se don't get, don't necessarily get paid. 
federations get paid. And then it's up to the federation, soccer federations from each country want to pass the dough down to the players. Well, that's FIFA has nothing to do with that. So you may see, like, there again, it's become like everything else. It's not really about the seedings and the soccer and what would be best for the best games in the tournament and all that. It's about keeping everybody happy with the buck. In the small okay, countries, well, in the small let countries me run this by you. They know they don't have a chance to win it on merit, still want their money. So they want to be in it. They don't They don't want okay. to see, um, okay, number one ranked Brazil plays, I don't know, uh, some shithole country from Africa and beats them seven to nothing and they're out. That doesn't work. Now we have a federation that's mad at us. And they don't like the the way they the way the soccer thing votes. It's kind of like the Olympics. They all vote in blocks. So if you got one African nation mad at you, you got them all mad at you. So, if that makes any sense. Well, we can look at it's it, ridiculous. or you can do it this way. Instead of giving them automatic one seeds and messing up your seeding. Okay, hear me out on this one. Okay. Okay, but they this get, is your last go around at this. Then we got to move on. Okay. They get to start out with. Since they win their conference, they get three points starting out. Three points to start. Just to, before they ever play a game. And, and hear me out, they're going to have to play more games than three because you're expanding the field. Nate Bush, are you ever going to watch a basketball tournament that awards points for games that weren't played during the tournament? Come on. It happens. Really? It happens all really? the time. How would the you NCAA like it if the, the NCAA tournament starts and uh, every team except for West Virginia has three points already, but not yours? Oh, well, that's because they won their conference tournament. Teams that win their conference be, tournament get easier games in the first round, so they, they do get, get a better rewarded. seed, but they don't get Assholes. points. They don't get points, though. What you gotta do something. Next you'll want to spot the African countries uh, a goal in each game or something. Oh, no, I don't want to do that, but give them, a, give them some points. Make the qualifying rounds more interesting and more important is all I say. All I know is because of the amount of countries and teams, there's no system that's going to keep everybody happy, and it's that's always going to be flawed, unfortunately. And as much as they try to fix it. You know, Unfortunately, you are correct. Yeah, look at the college no, football. They try to they try to fix it, and I don't really know if they. I think they might have made it worse in trying to fix it. If they're going to do what they need to do in college football, they need to do eighteen playoff, five Power Five conference winners, automatic yeah, bid. Then, well, and the, and then the college the basketball is exactly the same. It was 64, and then it was 64 and 1. Now it's, what, 68, and everybody's, well, they just had one more spot. Uh, yeah, that goes I, forever I think until every I goddamn think team like, in the – I don't you know, like They the might as well just put all 121 Division One teams in the tournament. I don't like the 68 seed, so I, I'll agree with you. I don't either. I like but, the, but that's always the argument. Well, if, they're just, if there'd have been one more at-large at bid, my team, my, my team from the Power Ten would have got in or, what, you know, whatever conference. Yeah, they would have got in then because they wouldn't have to have used up that spot and blah blah blah. If you blah, can't blah. make the top anyway. sixty-four. I'm sorry, you don't deserve to be in. Yeah, no, that's my theory on it too. But all right, back to some footy. All right, soccer. 
Uh, Group G, Belgium and England, we already knew they were advancing. Tunisia and Panama didn't stand a chance. Uh, but Belgium did defeat England, and Tunisia did defeat Panama. Belgium beat England one nothing. Tunisia won two to one. So Belgium gets the one seed. England gets the two seed going forward from that group, and that wraps All up the good stuff. Play. All right. Before we talk about the two games that were played today, let's go ahead and preview the bracket. The the round of 16 looks like this. Uruguay takes on Portugal. France takes on Argentina. The two winners will face off in the quarterfinals. Brazil, and then underneath that on the bracket, Brazil plays Mexico, and Belgium plays Japan. The two winners will face off in the quarterfinal. Moving over to the right side, upper right-hand side of the bracket, Spain will play Russia. And then Croatia will play Denmark. The two winners will face off in the quarterfinals. Sweden will play Switzerland in the Battle of the Sw... And Colombia will play England. Cocaine versus Tea and Crumpets. The two winners will face off in the quarterfinals. So, that's our field. Um, let's go ahead, Tim. Let's let's dive in. It happened today. There were two matchups played today. Um, the first matchup of the day was France versus Argentina, and France picks up a 4-3 victory. Now, this game was... What a, uh, what a fucking soccer game this was. It really know. was. It really what was. I'm talking about goals, and these goals were impressive. Like, they Drama. were very impressive. Everything you could want in a game... You, you know, if, even if you were, uh, we got a penalty goal, we got an extra time goal, we had a rash of goals, which you never, uh, what, 27 minutes, there was five goals in 27 yeah. minutes, which for soccer yeah. is fucking unheard of almost. Um, Argentina gave everything to France that they got, except for Mr. Messi didn't really show up again today. I'll go into that in a bit here in a minute. Um, the French, just a tad bit more class than the Argentinians, and uh, just a tad bit more firepower, and that was the difference in the game. Because when they stepped on the pedal there, when it was 2-1 to one for Argentina, I thought, oh, fuck, France is done. And they came out in the second half and fucking filled the net. And uh, they yeah, scored what three times in nine minutes or something crazy. Yeah, they and they put nine, one in. Uh, they put, they scored three goals in uh, looks like, like ten minutes thirteen or minutes. Like that. No, it was actually twenty some minutes. Fifty seventh minute, Benjamin Pavard put in a goal, and then oh man, the story, the story Mbappe of scored the, twice. Yes, and so, you know what? You know what? Listen, you know. Mbappe? Mbappe. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I can sing Armando Martinez to anything. You really can, and it's impressive. I've kind of perfected it. He scores two goals in four fucking minutes. Four minutes. In and it looks seven. and then it looks like okay it's four to two at this point, 
and you're going, yeah, and okay, Argentina's buried. Then they score a late one, and... Yeah, they score an extra time. And you're going, okay, maybe this game's not over yet, but the French held on, and yeah. I'm in for a quarterfinal game. Superb. This isn't even a quarterfinal game. Well, round of 16 game, even round more 16. superb. Yeah, superb like you- game. Um, you, you really saw the difference between... Um, what those teams can can actually do when they were playing another team of quality in the game is a one yeah. and out. <laughs> and I do want to comment. I want to comment on the the Gabriel Mercedo goal, the forty eighth minute goal. My God, what a shot he kicked to knock in the goal for Argentina. Good Lord, it had this, this crazy spin, and he just put it right where the goalie. Should. And the goalie, you can't blame him for not getting it. It was right there, and we really—I thought he was going to get it, and that spin just dropped, and that was it. That's all she wrote. Like if he'd have been a Canadian, he'd have been awarded the Loyal Order of the Moosehead for that goal. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. Right, uh, quick yeah, review. Doubt. Quick, quick review of the score. Um, Antine Griezmann kicks off a 13th minute goal from Spain. Then Angel Di Maria, 40. 41st minute for Argentina, then Benjamin, or excuse me, then Gabriel Mercedo, 48th minute for Argentina for them to take a 2-1 lead, then Benjamin Pavard ties it up for France, then the run by Kylene Mbappe, uh, 68th minute, and then Sergio Aguero, 90th minute in extra time, three minutes. That was the, we have a call. I think the young Hanson brother scored the first goal, and I think it was the older one who got the second one. Yeah, we got a call. So let's see here. Well, we've got a call. Good lord! Hello, caller. First of all, <laughs> I hear what you guys are saying, and the only reason I fucking called is because you didn't have the third member, of the fucking idiot, three fat guys on. But what piqued my interest was the top sixteen. Of course, there was no USA or Canada. There was fucking Japan now. Fucking Japan, where Okada's from. Nobody's seen to mention New Japan Pro Wrestling or the history involved there or anything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't know. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm wrong. Scott. It's Scott. It's Scott. Yeah, I decided on my own never to call this fucking show. I don't even listen to this show. A friend of mine tells me about it. But any, nobody listens. But anyway, you two fucking assholes, I don't hate you as much as I hate that fucking TR shock. What's so fucking shocking that his feet didn't fall off from diabetes yet? That fat fucking pig. He's such a loser. He thinks he's a public figure. Then he was on 506 podcast or something. They don't cover Japanese wrestling like Minakoto Baba's death. They have memorial shows for everyone except her. Fucking idiots. All I got to say is go Japan in the World Cup. And if you're wondering about where I am because of my, uh, you guys talk about your shitty audio all the time, um, I'm getting ready to parasail. Off the coast of the Asian Ocean, or should I say the Pacific Ocean? You fucking two assholes. Keep talking about your World Cup. 
you fucking assholes. But remember, when it's all said and done, what did you say, dumb bro of a face? Go back to your online gaming, you little puke. That's what I said. Listen. Other than Fortnite, if you you played me in fucking Fortnite, I'd fucking smoke your fucking (laughs) hockey-loving puck fucking dick ass, you faggot, dumb bro. But don't get on my bad side like that TR, shockingly, or whatever the fuck his name is. I'm going to make a fake profile about you and that fucking Bush guy if you fucking keep it up. But anyway, Joe Japan... What? Fuck Japan. Screw Japan. Belgium for the win. Go Japan! They got the top three workers in the world. Takahashi. Takahashi. Yeah, he plays net for Japan, right? Kubota Ishii. Yeah, he's a go forward. Nichimura. The top three in the world, you dumb fuck. (laughs) So keep playing hockey sack because you couldn't fucking play Uh, soccer. If a fucking soccer ball hit you in your fat you know stomach's an asshole. You fat de- I'm gonna fuck. Devoid, I'm going to dedicate my time to hacking your Steam account. Listen, I... Wait a minute. What? what who's behind the fake account? What, what, I'm going to create one because that's what I do. I got 17, but which one did you claim is mine? Um, I think it's a Scott... Sucks his mom's boobs. No spaces. Hey, listen, fucking Martin Short, you Canadian fucking icicle fuck. I didn't fucking create that. I created 17 creative fake profiles just simply because I want to bust TR shock till he fucking goes in the mental hospital with a pill-popping loser. Anyway, I'm done. Goodbye. Well, hell. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Oh, that was <laughs> So, to anyone that was listening, that is Scott sucks his mom boobs, no spaces. Um, and so let's <laughs> if we can if we can hack that account. That'd be interesting. So have at it. Moving on. <laughs> I do think he'd kick your ass at Fortnite, though. Oh God, <laughs> Fortnite! <laughs> I don't barely know what it is, let alone how to play it. <laughs> Just thought I'd point that out. If, oh, if yeah, it's no, Scott, I'm pretty... if it's Scott versus Tim at Fortnite, my money is definitely I mean, on. Uh, I, I I wanted. I, I didn't think quick enough when he said he was parasailing. Uh, I was gonna say what you know that's Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? Because <laughs> there's a thing I know a two a thing or two about. Ah, okay. I hear you. I hear so you. So I could have taken him at Microsoft Flight Simulator, the 1997 version. But, uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, Windows Pinball, man. I'll take anybody down at that. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah, see, I can play that, too. Many an hour. I had a high score there child. for a while on that thing. It was lonely, Many lonely an hour as a fat child playing Microsoft. Pinball. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <sighs> but anyway, uh, that that's our... So, Uruguay defeated... Or, no, excuse me. France defeated Argentina... And we'll move on to the quarterfinals. They await the winner of Uruguay and Portugal. And we wanted to wait okay, no, until well, after this game well, before we talked about. You got those names wrong. You got those names wrong. Okay. It's Uruguay versus Portugal. <laughs> All right. 
I, I can see that. And from, I, and from that, you can deduce the result. The result ends up being Uruguay sends home Portugal, and I, you know, I, Uruguay is on fire. I you well, almost want to call it an upset, but it was basically Ronaldo had to carry Portugal it, through. It wasn't the group play, but uh, let's be honest. If you, I don't know if you watched the match. I watched the whole thing. Um, Ronaldo didn't show up. He had a poor performance. And uh, Cavallo, I believe is how you say his name, from Uruguay did not. Or Cavini, I think it is. Actually. Yeah, Cavini. He scored, he scored both goals, stood on his head. Uh, epic perform, performance from him. Um, you know, full points to Uruguay. They deserve to win. But I oh, didn't yeah. think Portugal. I don't think Portugal, they didn't bring their – they kept looking at uh, their star – and um, they start kind of pulled a messy, and and in their defense, now you know we're bu- everybody busts their balls when Argentina doesn't win well. Messi sucks. Uh, Portugal yeah. doesn't win well. How many goals didn't Ronaldo score? Okay, those guys are both in soccer terms getting old. They are. They play a lo- they play a lot of games. Um, I mean, even you know there again. Uh, there might have been a case where maybe Ronaldo had a, spent a little too much in the tank in the uh, first three games. Yeah, I mean, he and, had to carry him just to get him there. Hand. So, you know, I'm not – not. I mean, he's the reason they win usually. I mean, you can't argue that. But there's a lot of other guys out there on the pitch who could do something. And from, you know, I don't really think this game really wasn't uh, – Two to one was generous, in my opinion. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think France, uh, whoever was going to win, I don't even think France will steamroll Uruguay, in my opinion. My Uruguay's on fire bottle. as Uruguay's on fire as of late, <sighs> and they really just—I don't know who's gonna who's gonna really put a stop to them. So the next round will feature Uruguay. Versus France, and the French the have got everything. Quarterfinal. The French are the French. I would I would take the French to be the favorites to upset Uruguay. Yep, the French have got a little bit of everything. They can play defense with the you know you want to play a one nothing game, they can do that. You want to have a shootout like today, they can do that. They're quite capable. Um, uh, if I had to, if I'm Tom Robinson and I'm and I'm putting my money down. I'm putting her down mm-hmm. on France. I like. I, I'm picking France to win that game as well. But here's one thing I will say: I don't think the French's defense is as good as advertised. I no, think but it's they, decent. It, it is decent. Uh, it's not going to be as good as a Belgium or even a Germany if they had gotten in. Um, you know, it's not. They're not going to play like lockdown defense. They're going to try and score. If you can slow France down, you can beat them. So Uruguay has got a chance. Mm, it ain't, in my opinion, it ain't much of one, but that's why they play the games. So very true. And this is and, so and that's it's also first, soccer. Yeah, anybody can beat anybody in soccer. Yep, that, and, that, and I honestly believe that. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the uh, scoring from Uruguay, as you said. Edinson Cavini, seventh minute and sixty second minute scores two goals. Pepe 
four Portugal Look scores. Look at that. Pepe in the pew was playing for the wrong team. <laughs> Didn't he play for France? Oh, he Pepe. should. Pepe. Oh, he was trying to make love to those Uruguayans. Oh, I said it. Oh, I said it. Oh, you. Well, oh, uh, no. How could I? Uruguay and France will play each other at 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern time on Friday. So if you're near a TV, say, make sure you check that one out. I will say, though, that will be a good game. I believe so, too. And you know what? Uh, the should, World Cup was so nice. The World Cup was so nice. They're giving you, from Tuesday, they're giving you two, Wednesday and Thursday to take a breather before they continue on Friday and Saturday to get you ready for the World Cup. So I thought that was awful sweet of them. Like I said, there, there's some real. Uh, I mean, we don't know, but they got we got some possibility of some just some absolute buttes here, depending on how well, the ball falls. Let, let me ask you this, Messi. <laughs> the talk is he can't win the big one. Uh, I've seen comparisons to Clayton Kershaw in baseball. I compared him to Greg Norman in golf. <clears throat> one of the best, but when the lights are on bright. Just doesn't get it done. Is well, that a fair comparison? Yes and no. Um, how do I put this in my humble opinion? Um, the games are different. Uh, playing where his where he plays his his group saw or whatever they call it when he plays for Barcelona. So he plays in Spain most of the time. They play a much different brand of soccer there, where it is all about offense. They don't, uh, generally speaking, they don't tackle hard, unlike in England where um, that's kind of part of the game there. It's pretty rough, dirty tackling, even if it's fouls involved. Um, So he's learned to play in that system, and in that system, he is money. Now, you pull him out of that system and you throw him into the national team. Um, I don't know that they've ever attempted to try to, you know, to play that style. They play like, you know, because it's a national team, well, they play like Argentina, right? Which is not European soccer. It's South American soccer, which, again, is a different kind of freewheeling attacking style that they don't play in Europe. So I think he's – I mean, obviously, his statistics speak for themselves. I mean – No, you, more you can't boots. say that he's not that he's not great. He's one of the more is. golden boots, and I, I would say this about him. He is not a player, and neither is Ronaldo, and this is just my opinion – they are not players that make other players around them better. Okay. I can because, see that. Well, if that, if that was the case, um, even if they didn't do well, somebody else would do something and they still might win a few games. But let's be honest, go back as far back as you like. That Since he's been playing for his national squad, when they don't win, it's everybody, well, why didn't they win? Well, because he didn't do anything. All right, well... After four, because this is what, I think this is his third shot. Okay, well, after the first one, okay, well, it didn't work. We've got supposedly the best player in the world, and he he didn't do anything. 
okay, maybe we yeah. need to have a look at how our coaching or our approach to the game or whatever it is. I mean, it would be like having LeBron James on your basketball team, but you couldn't win anything, and he didn't do anything. All right. Yeah. Well, at some point, you know, somebody's got to look and go, okay, well, we know. It's not like LeBron can't shoot and can't score. We all know he can. So why can't he hear? What are they doing to him, or what are we not allowing him to do? And then, too, I mean, you've got a lot. I mean, the amount of, can you imagine the amount of egos in a South American uh, yeah. professional soccer team's <laughs> you know the, the ego and testosterone <laughs> be in there has got to be <laughs> got to be unbelievable amounts. There's a lot of egos and yeah, like because I don't know. Like I mean, if he's if those two aren't the best two players ever, who is? Who are you going to give me? I mean, you know, Pele, I suppose. I was always Pele a, a Pele anyway? guy. Okay, but what what did he ever do though? Besides, you know, maybe two World Cups in Brazil. And everything else he oh, did was in it? Brazil. So, <laughs> well, okay. well, no, but I mean, as far as anything, okay. So he, so he is, so he's the opposite of Messi. He won yeah, a couple yeah, World I, Cups, but I, really, I what he did from. in his, what he did in his club career, okay. Well, that was all in South America. So, how much merit does that really have? Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but always remember this, and you can look at it in in that perspective. But most people are going to look at the rings or the trophies or the championships. And it's always going to be that way. Whether that be fair or whether that not be fair, it's always going to be looked at that way. And if you can't bring the ultimate prize to your place, no matter how great you are, that will always be a damper on your legacy, i.e. Carl Malone and Dan Marino and guys like that. No, I agree. I mean, to to be honest, to be yeah, I suppose to be considered the best. Although, too, I mean, we could argue. I mean, in his case, it's not true, but in Ronaldo's, it probably is a little more. Portugal's not exactly a, a soccer powerhouse. No, they're not. But Ar- but Argentina is known to be a, a powerhouse. Right. And, so and I'll agree, I'll agree with you. I think Messi is fantastic, and I think that he's a great soccer player. One one of the best. No arguing that, but he will forever be remembered as that guy who I think what, played, what I would he played say great when I nobody agree. was watching. He played great when nobody I agree. was watching. I, I would say, though, that he's the kind of guy, a great player, a truly great player, you should be able to put anywhere, and they should still be great. I agree. And he is not. And he is not. When they put him on the on the national team, he is no longer great. He's average at best playing for them. That would be like Whereas to me that, least, that to me that would be like Michael Phelps. Um, if he dominates, you know, dominates swimming in everything he does, but then he he qualifies for the U.S. team in swimming and comes in eighth. Well, what good did that do? Well, yeah, it would be. Um... And I would equate it more fair. to like a golfer. A great golfer should be a great golfer. It shouldn't matter what kind of course he's on. He Greg, Greg Norman. Be, Greg Norman. He should not good. win the big yeah, one. He should be good everywhere. He shouldn't be a guy that, well, no, he could only win, you know, he could only win here and nowhere else. Uh, tennis. And with, the world, and with the World Cup comes more respect because the World Cup is when guys like you and I are watching, the casual fan. Because we don't watch right. club soccer. We don't. 
Well, I you do. Get comp- I do, but well, you do, but, but I don't. I watch English this club is, soccer, though nothing else. Well, see, there you go. I mean, this is this is the time of year when everybody's eyes can eyes converge on that moment, and if you're not paying attention, you'll miss out on Messi. Because he's the guy that's just like, hey, you know, this messy guy, we hear about him, they talk about him a lot. Where the hell is he? It's almost like if you watch NBA basketball and everybody's like, oh, LeBron this, LeBron that, LeBron, LeBron. And let's just say you only watch the NBA finals. Then this year you would have said, well, hell, he didn't play that great. He lost all of his games. And remember Argentina barely, just barely made it to the group round. To the round of said there, there may be um, a great amount of uh, not team spirit over there. Well, clearly, I would think. Well, but regardless, it started like with them, like with them, and with the Germans. It started on day one. They get into group play. They drew an easy game first down. No offense, Iceland, but you know, you saw that match up on paper, and you're like, oh, what the hell, Argentina. That should be, you know, a, that should be three in the bag. Yeah, that should be. That's three points. They tie. No, I agree. Um, the Icelanders were going ballistic with a tie. They just tied Argentina, a soccer powerhouse, and they Argentina never really recovered. They won the game against uh, Nicaragua. It was, it was Nicaragua, right? right? Am I right on that? Or Nigeria. Nigeria. They beat Nigeria. Nigeria. And they squeak in. If things, you know, one game goes differently, Argentina doesn't even smell the round I mean, 16. Um, I mean, it's always going to be well. a matter of opinion to some degree. Um, like I said, is he, is he a good player? Yeah. Is he a great player? Now I'm starting to waver. Is he the best I, I player? I think he's a great player. I think he's a great player, is he a, but is he, he the best have... player? No. But then he's I don't a know great who player? is either. He's a great player, but he doesn't have that clutch gene. There are some guys that are just clutch. They know they hit the big shot when it matters most. They score when they have when the game's on the line. You call their number. They're there. Robert Ory was one of those guys in the NBA. Uh, look at other sports. Um, you know, just you pick pick. Well, John I would Montana. argue that Ronaldo is more like that. He doesn't always yeah. do it, but nine times out of ten when Portugal needs a fucking goal or when he's playing for uh, Real Madrid, when yeah. in, inevitably it's him that does it or nobody does. So, But we're not seeing Messi lately hasn't, isn't doing it anywhere. He didn't even have that great a year in uh, club soccer. So, But then again, too, he's a little guy. Um, I did see some photographs of, I think it was the first game they played, where, I mean, they just swarmed him. I mean, they made sure he didn't do anything either. But I still maintain that the great players, you're allowed to have one bad game. He was very inconsistent. NBA playoffs, World Series, uh, Stanley Cup, you're allowed to have one bad one. And great, yeah. great players find a way. Well, he was inconsistent the entire tournament. Um, you can't have that. I was if not you're impressed with him. It would have been the first up. time I had ever laid eyes on him. I would have said, what in the hell? Yeah. This kid's not even good. I will, give him, I will give him benefit of the doubt for two things. One, he's getting older, as you said earlier. And two, everybody watches him. They know what he does. 
and they prepare for it. If you know you're going to end up playing Argentina, you're prepared for it. And I think France had a game plan because France had a long week to prepare. Well, he might be another guy where, and I don't know for sure, but if a guy looked at his stats, I'd like to see how many of his goals are, um, you know, when my team's already winning three to nothing and I scored three more kind of thing. Possibility. As opposed to how many winners does he actually get or in one nothing games, how many of those goals are actually his as opposed to does he fill the net. You know, is he yeah. is he a guy that gets 65 in the blowout? Or is he a guy that gets 65 in the game that's won by two points? Yeah. Well, the, it's a debate that will rage on, and if you guys are listening out there, just uh, comment. Let us know. Uh, you can tweet us, and we'd love to hear I mean, about we, this. I mean, I guess deep down inside, we really do know who the best player in the world is. Bobby Clark? Armando Martinez! Armando! <laughs> Until, until, Mexico gets, until Mexico gets their asses kicked by Brazil, but that's another story. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. On that note, let's pay a couple more bills here. We want to invite you to check out our sponsor, wowfreecam.com. For everything you could ever want and imagine in a cam site, it's finally here. It's wowfreecam.com. You can log on right now. And go look at some beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. WowFreeCam.com limits absolutely nothing to your effect. And you can join right now and go check out all the fun over on WowFreeCam.com. Make sure that you are 18 or older before checking out the site. But we want to give our oldest sponsor some love here on Wide Men Can't Jump and the Wide Men Network. WowFreeCam.com have been with us from the beginning, and we want you to enjoy all the riches they have to offer. So check it out now. You don't know what you're missing. WowFreeCam.com must be 18 or older. Hello, my name is Kennedy Miller, and I'm a beauty guide for Limelight Biocon. We are a professional makeup company now being offered to the public after over 60 plus years in the industry. My website is limelifebyalcon.com backslash Makeup Kennedy. I can also be found on Facebook as Makeup Kennedy. To contact me about products or joining my team, you can email me at makeupkennedy at yahoo.com. I'll be waiting to hear from you. Again, thanks to all our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, makeupkennedy, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. All right, T. Tim, I almost called you TR. All right, Tim, and, and I apologize. We are, <laughs> are going to preview now some of the upcoming matchups heading forward as Tomorrow at 10 a.m., it kicks off the round of 16, Spain and Russia. What do you think? Um, I don't know, because uh, previous to the beginning of the tournament, I'd have said, okay, Spain over Russia, no problem. Um, the Russians have played good, although they haven't they really have. played anybody all that good. They have Spain not. Has looked, Spain has looked shaky. They have. Um, they've. They kind of scratched their way through, let's be honest. Um, 
But I think what you're going to see here is uh, the professionals. Now we got Port- Portugal's been knocked out, so Spain would love nothing better than to uh, go further. Um, I think you're going to see a decent game. It'll be relatively close, but I think uh, Spain's got the horses. Um, I'm going to go with Spain to defeat Russia. Unless, yeah. of course, okay. we cannot, and I hate to say this, but this is soccer, this is FIFA, and this is Russia. <laughs> let's watch that. Let's watch that. Uh, let's see how those calls go early in the game. Yeah, pay attention to the officials on this one, so we'll see what happens. But if the game is 100% legit, I'm going Spain also. Uh, you know, the Russians, you got to tip your hat to them. They got here um, by hook or by crook. They're here. And I think, you know, they look good. They scored a lot of goals. And, you know, referees can't help you score goals. Uh, the Russians have looked good again in out of the coming out of their group. So, I'm going to go ahead and say Spain, though. I think, uh, you know, Russia will have a home court, home court, home field advantage. But Spain just too much championship pedigree and too much experience. Too much international. The Russians don't really have a whole lot of players. There again, most of them play in Russia. Yeah, and they play with hard. They don't get a lot of they don't get a lot of experience playing against um, you know, except in this kind of stuff. Whereas the Spaniards have got guys all over the place because well, they're they're fairly big powers. So. I will say if Spain comes in and underestimates Russia, they will lose. You cannot well, come Russians in and underestimate them. They can. They'll say that. They can score. So, they can put points up in a hurry. So that's, that is something. But uh, that game is in, in Moscow, too. So that, that should be a nice. Mm-hmm. That should have a good uh, good atmosphere about it. wonder if Vladimir Putin will be present. I would imagine so. Well, we'll see. Uh, round of 16 concludes tomorrow. Two games, well, Spain-Russia's first, then Croatia and Denmark. What do this you think? 2 o'clock of, p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Time. This one is a bit of a mystery to me. Um, Croats, uh, they're you know, kind of underwhelming. Yeah. And so, you know, Denmark is also kind of underwhelming. Um I really don't know. I, I'm kind of this. I'm kind of stuck on this of one. The, this portion of the bracket is not very impressive. I'll say that. This is the portion of the bracket. I would say this is the easiest road to the semifinals, whoever it may be. Um, I don't know if the Danes have ever. Well, they've probably gotten this far before, but it's probably been a while. Uh, I mean, they're a small little country. Hold on, I'll tell you. Have a look. I'm not sure. I'll let you know. I I don't know enough about these guys to really have much of an opinion. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss on this one. I'm trying to find some stats here to give me some help, but I'm not really finding much that sticks out. They're just... It looks like the farthest that they have made it. 
I'm trying to see here. I think the farthest they have made it is the round of sixteen. I don't really think of the. I don't really think of the yes, Serbians they, as being a, a a powerhouse. No, um, not not really. Um, I'm looking here. Oh, this is for okay. Uh, it looks like they've made it to the round of sixteen. Four counting tomorrow will be the fourth time. They have never won. They lost to. They lost to Spain one to five, in. Or actually, no. They have made it to the quarterfinal one time. One time they've made it to the quarterfinal. They made it to the round of sixteen in nineteen eighty six. Lost to Spain one to five. In nineteen eighty eight, they beat Nigeria four to one in the round of sixteen, and then lost to Brazil in two to three in nineteen eight in nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. This just goes to show our ignorance because Denmark is ranked twelfth. In the Are they? Wow. FIFA, and uh, Serbia is ranked uh, 21st. It's uh, Croatia oh. they're playing. Or, oh, I looked up Serbia. Okay, I'll have to look up Croatia. Uh, let's see here. They made so the Danes, it to so the, the Danes round of, aren't bad. The no. The Danes are pretty good. They made it to the round so, of 16 against England, lost to England 3-zip uh, uh, in 2002. And that was the last time they made it to the round of 16 until this year. Yeah, the the uh, Croats are ranked 20th. Okay. So they're not so horrible close by any up. stretch. So it should be a pretty good game. Um, just looking here at some last results. Yeah, uh, this is a, this is a tough matchup. Like, this one's a, a tough one to pick uh, going forward. Depending on you know what could happen, Croatia has wins over Iceland. Uh, Croatia, I want to see some other. They Croatia defeated Argentina, and Argentina played well today. And Croatia, let me see their first game. They beat Nigeria. Croatia has not lost at this World Cup. Denmark, on the other hand, beat Peru. Denmark tied Australia. And Denmark. Let's see what they did here in our last matchup. Denmark, if I can find it, they tied France zero to zero in the the clogger, I guess you could call it. All right. So, well, there's a little more going on there than. So that might be a pretty close game. You know, maybe know, maybe, I, I maybe know we underestimated. Maybe I underestimated this region. Uh, you know, looking back on, I think maybe I said it would be the easiest well, path, the, but maybe not. They're not the sexy names in soccer, or at least for a North American guy, anyway. Yeah, for you us know, here. Yeah, well, uh, you know, give me some sexy soccer names on Croatia and Denmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not the names that come to mind. Not normally, no. So I'll tell you this: I am going to go out on a limb here. Uh, because of the way they've played and because of who they have beaten and the group they were in, I'm going to take Denmark to win that game, even though Denmark I say, I believe, Denmark will be the um, Denmark will be the underdog, I think, in the depend based on the seeding because Denmark all they beat was Peru. they beat Peru, tied Australia, but they did tie. France as well, and I think Denmark, uh, they're going to be rested because they didn't really go heavy on the, their starters there against France. Uh, they're going to be in the right mindset 
the later game. So I'm going to go with Denmark. And uh, Denmark has got to win because after last week's uh, uh, pronouncement that they made the plastic for Lego, I did a little digging. They made yeah. Lego, invented it. They make it. It's their national thing. Denmark rules. Lego we got to awesome. for Legos, man. Then we got to yeah. Legos for World Cup. I mean, so I'm sorry, Croatia, but you know, <laughs> you know, I don't know who makes Meccano even, but that's not going to cut it. Lego rules. So I'm going to go with Denmark based on the production of Lego. Okay. All, right. All right. Round of 16 on Monday. The games pick up again at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Mexico, Brazil. Who you taking? Well, goddamn, I want Mexico to win this game in the worst. Oh, place. I do too. So bad, so badly. Uh, I don't think they're gonna. Sorry, Armando. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I'm. I hate to say it, Armando, but my heart says Mexico, but my brain says Brazil. Yeah, um, Brazil seems to have woken up from their their slow start. That, um, that three nothing beating that Mexico took did not impress me much. They tied Switzerland and Brazil beat uh, Serbia and Costa Rica 2-0, and they look to be in where they need to be. And Mexico, after their big win to start, has kind of, you know, they beat South Korea 2-1, but then they take the loss um, against Sweden and handedly lost to Sweden. So I'm going to agree with you and take Brazil with my head, but I'm pulling for yeah, Mexico. Um, Viva la Mexico. Me too. I mean, like I said, if I if there's any way I could influence that match in Mexico's favor, I'd be doing it. But uh, yeah, same here. That will be that would be an that's upset. One, that'll be one you one. get up early to watch if because uh, that'll be 8 a.m. your time, 10 a.m. my time when that one. Comes I'll be hungover. That's, uh, that's on the second. Oh, yeah, so I'll I forgot. Be hungover. I forgot Canada Independence Day is the first. I forgot I'll about be, that. Uh, I won't be hungover on alcohol. It'll be sugar. Uh, well, happy Canadian Independence Day to you, sir. We're, we're forced to, uh, each Canadian has to go out on the street with a box of maple syrup. Uh, <laughs> whatever. However, you you know, straight maple syrup, uh, uh, lollipops, uh, chocolate bars, whatever <laughs> whatever your poison. A and maple you bar. have to sing the anthem. And and down here, two liters of maple syrup before Queen and Country. Good Lord, two liters. <laughs> so, suffice to say, you're pretty fucked up for the rest of the day. I got you. You know, that's why there's never nothing bad ever happens here. Two liters of maple See, syrup in the morning will just fuck you up. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, the 4th of July, which is our Independence Day here in America. That's Wednesday, and uh, we'll be celebrating down here. My family, my family, now this is a little aside here. My family, you know, what's the typical American Independence Day food? Fuck, fine. West Virginia probably fucking squirrel, but. Well, um, actually, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, grilling out. Yeah, barbecue and you know whatever you want to call it. You know what my family's eating? Not squirrel. Kind of, yeah. We're eating Italian. Everybody's bringing Italian food. What the fuck is wrong with you people? That's my family, dude. I'll have the uh, I can't remember the name of them. I'll have those people that to deport illegals. They'll be showing up at your place on (laughs) 
Wednesday. <laughs> INS, ICE, or whoever the hell it is. <laughs> Whatever they are. See, anyway. There's, uh, the re- there's the real difference, though, between Canada and the United States right there. You guys yeah. aren't smart enough to put your national fucking holiday on a day where you can get a three-day weekend out of it. Whereas we well, always sometimes, do. Well, I see, you know. <laughs> you know how it is. See, you know, you know how crazy it is? July, and we don't either, because it's July the 1st. But this yeah. year, when it falls on a Sunday, you taking Monday Canada off. Day is t- Canada is two days this year. It's it's okay. Sunday and Monday. You know, you just make me want to move up there. So that this, <laughs> well, really they made sure that this way, no employer could fuck their employees out of Canada Day if it fell on a Sunday. Well, you know, we're not open Sunday anyway, so too bad. Come to work on Monday. No, this way, yeah. too bad. Don't you, you get the day anyhow? Yeah, it don't work like that down here. <laughs> yeah, you guys. We care Labor more about rules. money than we do about people. Haven't you figured that yeah, out yet? Rules. Viva la Well, anyway, back to um, World Cup before we get off on an aside here. Um, Belgium and Japan well, we is the late game that day. What do you think about that one? Well, I like the Japanese. I like that methodical robotic style of play they got. Are you turning Japanese? But I think the Belgians will, uh, they're going to crack that robot open and fuck with its operating system. Yeah, I'm going with Belgium as well. Uh, I believe we'll be saying sayonara to the Japanese. Yeah, I think Uh, they'll be. Once the Belgium gets done. They'll go deal with their nuclear waste fallout and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Hiroshima. Hiroshima ended any chance they have of ever getting the World Cup. So sorry about well, that. that guys, other one. But well, no, it's that other the the I can't Nagasaki. What it's called? What? No, the where Nagas- the tsunami hit that other one. Oh, that hit one. That nuclear okay. plant. That's the one that's really fucked things up. You can't go anywhere near that place. Yeah, I can't remember what it's been. called. But anyways. All right, we I'm got. Surprised the Japanese. I'm surprised they haven't like fucking developed an extra leg. Should be pretty bitching for soccer if you had a third leg. <laughs> yeah, with as much nuclear as going on over there. All right, round of 16, last two games before Tim and I wrap up here. Sweden and Switzerland, who do you like, Tim? Well, this is another one where at the beginning of the tournament I would have took the Swiss. But after those beatdowns, I saw Sweden. I don't know. I don't really think I want to mess with the Swedes. So I'll take Sweden. Yeah, I agree. I think Sweden is, uh, they're on a roll, and they're getting hot at the right time. And Switzerland, you, you would normally bet on them, but I think this tournament, I'm going to I'm going with Swiss, the Swedes as well, well. You know, normally that Red Cross thing would, would work for me, but Sweden's got bitchin' health care. They don't need the Red Cross. So <laughs> they're not going to mind. They're not going to mind, they're not gonna Man, mind they swatting do. around the Swiss a bit, roughing them up. Yeah, they they don't care to hell with it. They don't Sweden's want any chocolate, any cheese, or any watches. They don't give Sweden's a shit. We've got better fucking health care than Canada does. I mean, no, that's, that's saying something. That's impressive. That yeah, is impressive. That's saying something. That's even better than ours. I don't All know right, how Tim. long it would work. I don't know how long it would work if the Swedes were not a healthy people, generally speaking. I think that system that's would true. crash and burn <laughs> really quick. Yeah, you put that. The Swedes you, are healthy, so it doesn't. You put that down here where I'm at, and that's and we're bankrupt in five yeah, minutes. Yeah, that thing is bankrupt in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. Fucking we really need to introduce the Swedes to barbecuing with lard. <laughs> I think they'll love it. Well, they've got to they've got to quit all that cross country skiing and all that. Yeah. Stuff that they do yeah. on a daily basis. They got to give that up. It's, and they call they called, call cross country skiing going to work. Yeah, it's called carbs, Sweden. Look into it. Yeah, look into it. Have a donut. Bastards. Now get to this game that I want to talk about. All right. Last game of the round of 16, Colombia and England. God Go damn. Ahead. What a matchup. What yeah, a matchup this is going to be. I'm looking those forward to slovenly, it. Those slovenly, long-haired, crack-addicted Colombians versus the suit-wearing, <laughs> debonair, well-groomed Englishman. I mean, this is a battle. This is okay. a battle not only between countries. This is a battle between societies, ways of life. You name it, which means Colombia is probably going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking Colombia over England? Uh, fuck no, I'm taking England. Yeah, I, I cannot bet English, against England. You cannot bet against Harry Kane, my friend. You cannot do it. I mean, I really can't. I, I have to look at it this way. I'm not sure my body can survive the Canada Day hit for the maple syrup followed by an England victory in the World Cup because then my that goddamn email that package is coming again. And then again. I gotta drink fucking a five liter barrel of fucking Red Rose tea <laughs> to prove my nationality that I'm really well, a Canadian. At least they're giving you a day to recover. recover the first being God. tomorrow and then the third being the the game. So yeah. they're gonna give you a day I'm to get thankful. the maple syrup out of it. This is a horrible thing to say. My grandmother on my father's side is was born in England. She's passed, so we don't have to deal with her eccentric nationality anymore. But she was literally, um, if she would, was alive right now, she would watch that game. The world would come to an end. And if England <laughs> won, out goes the flag. Hey, not there kidding. you go. I yeah, believe I'm you. not kidding. Out, out goes the flag. We will celebrate. You will know. And anybody that Put it doesn't, on the car I shall and tell. drive around town. Well, when the Falkland War happened, mm-hmm. she built a little. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not exaggerating. This is crazy. I believe she you. built herself a, a little sandbag. Uh, I don't know what those are called, like a pillbox almost, out in her front yard. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah. And she had the British, and she had the British flags flying, and they lived in a little town in fucking Alberta, Canada, where mm-hmm. nobody. I imagine 99 percent of the population didn't know where the Falklands was, let alone Argentina. Yeah, really. Couldn't have, found it on a, couldn't have found it on a map if you'd have paid them. And she watched <laughs> that get, fucking coverage every day. She had a she had a T she had a TV brick. Don't know if you're familiar with those. Looks like no. a real brick, but has no weight to it. Made out of foam, and you could pitch. You couldn't pitch it at the TVs now, but back in the day, you could. You could throw it at your TV when you didn't like what was going on. And she would fling. She had multiple TV bricks that she would fling at those Argentinian bastards, as she called them. And uh, <laughs> I, I, can re- I remember very well when that war was, when they surrendered, she fucking, she their tea and biscuits and sang fucking anthem. Those people, you think Americans are patriotic. Fucking don't oh, yeah. fuck with the British. Nah, they're, they're, they're they've got to the step up on us. <laughs> and and Scott, besides, I want to hear Harry Kane. I want to, I want to hear Harry Kane in the, uh, quarterfinals very true very true but as we know scott scott proves not all americans are patriots so you know how that goes 
Let's go but, to the uh, <laughs> But those are our picks, our predictions, and our review of the World Cup on our third update here. Um, I'm going to assume we're going to shoot for um, a Friday show well, we've got, if we can. Well, we've got a window because we, we got between the third and the sixth, they gave us a couple of days. Yeah, we got Friday, or we could go Saturday, Sunday. So we can we can uh, find some time in there. We will definitely have we'll a show to, up predicting the quarterfinals. We'll definitely have some shit to talk about, boy. Those oh yeah, six pretty good games. Could be some crying if England goes out, and you might see Tom Robinson on the show. Yes, and we're gonna. I think we should get Armando Martinez on here next time. We really need to plan that. Somebody and has I'm to gonna reach out to him. Armando, and if he can give us the. Uh, you know, by that point, you know, Mexico will either be into the – he'll either be ecstatic or won't care anymore. But uh, yeah. and I saw on his Facebook page, it, just, it sounds like we kind of, like, stalk you, Armando. Well, maybe we do. But um, I seen his wife was pleading for the World Cup to be over. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really think we probably – Martinez. Because I, I, did, I did have a bit of a bit in, in worked out where it wouldn't be Armando who scored. It would be his wife, and not with Armando. <laughs> but I, but I don't know them well enough to. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be great. I didn't really want to, didn't but, really want to do that, so I, I held that back. But, but anyway. we're running, we're running low on time here, Tim. So let's just go ahead, call it. You've been listening to the World Cup Update Part Three. Check out our sponsors: NewLawOffice.com, Facebook.com/slash/MakeupKennedyWowFreeCam.com. Anything you want to add before we get out of here, Tim? Yeah, Scott from Japan is a fag. And Armando like from Mexico is the man. And Everybody, Armando you, you, is the man. No, that is true. He is. Thanks for listening, everybody. God save the queen. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise. Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at widejump. You can follow us on Instagram at widemencantjump, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash widemencantjump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, Rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. <laughs>